Okay, we're holding Be'ezrus Hashem Daf Pei Omed Aleph. Valdik Rabbi we got this far. And we're quoting the uh, quote of the Mishnah that is Dioi, Kedei Lichto Shteoisius, right? That's what the Mishnah told us how much ink you have to take out in order to be high for Hitzor, two letters, which is generally the Chiv of Ksiva on Shabbos Kodesh. Says the Gemara top of the Daf. Tona, there's a Braisa, Shteoisius Bedioi. In other words, if you've got dry um, ink, that is the amount of two letters. Uh, the same thing would be also if you have moist ink, enough to write two letters that is on the uh, fountain pen, on the feather pen that they used to have. And also two oasis, also if you have ink of two letters that is in the little container of ink in front of you, all of those cases you're going to be high on Shabbos, because that is the share of Hitzah for this item. What's the din if you have one letter, in other words, and you take out Hitzah on ink of one letter in in ink, <coughs> dry form, one in moist form on the pen, and one in the little container in front of you. Now, what's the din in that case? Are they mitzaruf or not? It's interesting, by the way, why can't you just say, which Rashi already brings down over here, why can't you already say they're chayv also for the kumas? I mean, you're taking out the pen, are you not chayv for that? The answer is, it's a Gemara that we're going to learn later on in Sadi Gimel on the base, that tells us you're not going to be chayv on Hoytzah for something which is toffel. And since the pen is toffel to the dioy, because the dioy, the ink is the ikah, therefore you're only going to be chayv for the dioy, not for the pen. That's just Agav, what's Pshat over here. Since the Gemara the Mestar, so the Gemara Teiku, we'll have to find that later. But Ezer Hashem and Mashiach comes, we'll have to ask him the Kasha to see if he's really Mashiach. Omer Rav, Hoytzish Teosis. Person takes out the amount of ink to write two letters, Vakosman Shumahalich, and he actually writes them as he's walking. As he's walking, he writes his letters. Chayef, even though he never stood still, and therefore generally for Hitzah, we know this from the beginning of the Mesachta, you need an Akira and a Hanacha, you need a picking up and a placing down, and over here there was not really, because you just sort of just wrote it in the middle of walking. But you're still Chayef. The dinner that you chayev, why? Ksivoson zuhi hanochoson. The writing is considered the placing down, and you are going to be chayev for that. In fact, you actually be chayev twice, one for ksiva, because you wrote two letters, and one for hoitzah. There is a run that wants to say that maybe we're talking about a case where you're not chayev from ksiva, because you wrote it in a way they're not chayev from ksiva, maybe you're in the drabona type of ksiva, but you're only chayev from hoitzah, says the run. Maybe that's what the Gemara is talking about. But anyway, person writes, he takes out the amount of ink for one letter, and he writes, And then he takes out another share of ink for one letter, and he writes, Potter, my timer, what's the shot? Why can't they be mistaf? Why can't they join up? In other words, at the time that you took out the second ink for the second letter, you're missing the shear for the first letter. Why? Because once it's written, it's dried up. Once it's dried up, it's no longer the shear anymore. Very interesting that once it's dried up, it's no longer the shear. Good China. Good China. Says the Gemara Vaita. Um, just, I got this, there's, a, there's, a, there's questions over here about all these sorts of things. There's a Murdoch Ran. The Ran that says that once the ink has dried, it's you know, basically gone down in volume. So it's almost like a person, you know, that, you know, you brings out a little bit of food. And one bit, a little bit of time, so therefore you can be potters in Pimbegodim. When the Pimbegodim discusses this Shaila, he says, is this only Legaba Ahitzah? 
Or is it negate to all malachas? Let's say a person cooks half a gazayas of food, ate it, and then cooks another half gazayas of food. Will we say that since the first half is no longer in existence when the second half is cooked, they're not mustarif? Is it only by Hutzah that we find such a thing? Or would it apply to any Malachas? The Me'iri clearly holds that it applies to all Malachas and not just Hutzah. The Minchas Chinuch isn't sure. It's not so posh that this Halacha is only applying to uh, these Halachas or to anything. Anyway, Va'omarava. Person takes a half a gregeris, puts it down, takes another half, and he puts it down. The first one is as if basically it was eaten by a dog, or was burnt, or pata, and therefore you're because there's no she, and therefore they're not mustarif. What do you mean? Why? So you put it down. If you want to put it down, it should be mustarif in that case. Right, obviously we're talking about halemechon, so therefore it's not considered to be one carry. Zuk de gemarachik ka'ama mem kadem megbir rishon ekodim menachos shnia. If you picked up the first one before you put down the second one, then nasus rishon ekemishin niklatot or shenisufa. It's a kiilu that the first one has already been eaten by a dog or burnt, and therefore it's not in existence. U pata because now you're not being mistaken, and therefore you've not got one shit. If a person takes out half a gregeris and he puts it down, and then he picks that takes out another gregeris, and he sort of carries it, hovers it over the first half a gregeris. Now he's going to be chayv. Why? He never put it down. He just held it over it, but never put it down. Says the gemara, he put it within three tfachim of the first half of Gerovagaras, and therefore within three is considered that it's attached. We know that's Allah Mosh Messina, Gamon Ervin Daftaladomar base, that Allah Mosh Messina, that anything is within three tfachim is considered to be lovud, attached, and therefore since you put the second half within three of the first half, then it's considered to be attached, and that's why you are chayif, because you have missed out. Within three, According to the Rabbanon, you have to put on something, right? And if you're just carrying it over there, it's not going to be good enough. It needs to be placed on something. And therefore, according to Rava, he's going to be sosa from that which he's saying over here, that even if you didn't put on something, it's going to be chayiv. Why? It's a stira. One is when you're throwing it in your hand, and therefore it leaves your hand, therefore it's got to land on something to feed the Rabbonon. Whereas if you're holding it in your hand and you're carrying it, passing it through somewhere, and within three, then it's yes going to be Mustarif in that case over that. Gavaldik. Um... Okay, interesting. Tosus over here also brings down that even if you didn't pass it over, but you put it next to three next to the karaka, you're also going to be chayv lefiza. Okay, Tanu Rabbanon. Hoitzi chatzik gegeres for chazav hoitzi chatzik gegeres. Again, same case. Took out half, then took out another half. Right? Other mistaf. Behelam echad, you're going to be chayv. Right? In other words, you forgot today Shabbos, you forgot the melachas. Also, whatever it was, you are going to be chayv. Mashenke b'shtei alamos. If you do, you know, two different helams, not the same helam, you're going to be part of. You're not mistaf. Rabbi Yosi Yama behelam echad ushos echad chayv. One helam echod, in one rishus, then you're going to be chayv. Lishtei rishus, in other words, if you go from the house to rishus arabim, and then you keep on walking, and you get to another rishus in the middle, which we'll see in a minute what that is, and then you go to another rishus arabim, so like, there's like two rishus arabim with a hefzik in between it, then you're going to be potter, because two shogigs are not mistarif. 
That's only, and as this that Rabbi Yossi said, that if you take it out to two Rishus, it can be Potter, that's only if there's Rishus HaYachid, take Rishus HaYachid to two Rishus HaRabims, and between the two Rishus HaRabims is Rishus HaYachid. But if you would take out from each Rishus HaRabim to the Rishus HaYachid, that's in the middle, then of course you're going to be Chayv, because that's straight into another Rishus. Aval Carmelis, if there's a Carmelis in between the two Shusarabims, lie. Then Rabbi Yosef would never say you're part in that case, because the Carmelis is not considered to be a Hefsuk, and therefore you would not be part in that case. Abayoma, I feel a Carmelis. Even if there's a Carmelis in between, Rabbi Yosef holds that you're part in that case, because a Carmelis is a Hefsuk between the two different Mishuyos. Aval Pisla, if you've got just like a big log of wood in between, going through the Shusarabim, lie. Over here, Rabbi Yossi did not say a potter. Rabbi Omar filu pisla, and Rabbi holds even a pisla, even for example a, plank, a big, big chunk of wood, is considered to be rishus befnei atzmoi, and therefore is be mafsik in the rishus harabim, and therefore will cause the shaila whether or not to rishus. But as the Rabbi letaimei, and this is Rabbi lishitasai, the Omar Rabbi rishus Shabbos rishus gitin damya. That rishus of Shabbos is very similar to the rishus of when it comes to gitin, and therefore, for example, if a husband. Uh, borrows a place in the chutz of his wife for his wife, Almanas. The reason is that he wants to go and put the get there and he throws the get and it falls on this plank or on this log of wood. She's not divorced. Why? Because this pistla is considered to be a mokum choshub of ne'atzmoy and therefore cannot be megoreshes in that case. Kachol. Right, Kachol, this is this type of eye makeup. Right, if you carry a mount to go and color one eye, you are going to be chayiv. But nobody does this. Nobody carries colors one eye. So why are you chayv? Says the Gemara No, people that were very tsunua, they cover their faces and they basically only reveal one eye and they cover one eye. These people only color one eye and therefore, because people do this, therefore it's a share choshev and mamelia chayv. When it comes to taking out koil on Shabbos, if you're taking it out, and it's the type of anointment that is for four purposes, then one eye is good enough, because maybe one eye has got a bad thing to it, and you have to heal just one eye, so that's a normal thing to do. But if you're doing it for decorational purposes, for makeup, Oh, so you see very clearly that it's a normal thing for a person to decorate two eyes. If that's the case, you have to be chayved in order if you only take out enough for two eyes, not one. When do we talk about this case that we say that the she is dafka two eyes? We're talking about people that live in little villages, not in the main city, and therefore these people are not so worried about so sneers because there's not so many men hanging around. Therefore they do not cover their faces. If they do not cover their faces, therefore they can decorate um, two eyes. Shiva wax. Could they little up neck of cotton? Tanya, could they little up neck of cotton? Shalyain. There's more little chavis, little barrel of wine. It's got a hole in there, it's leaking. You cover that up, you put a little bit of shiva wax in there. We'll talk about that later. The Gabi the Sugar of Mamreach. Bezar Shem, we'll talk about that. Barichas, all the tools of Vaseline, Nivia creams, and everything we'll get to. Bezar Shem. So as long as you can fill that little hole, then you are going to be chayv. Selling my little Marosha Shafshaf, right? We're talking about Devek, uh, glue. 
How much? To put in one of these boards, right at the top of the board, I guess to stick them together. Tanya, kidei litin berosh shavsha berosh konashal tzayodim. This is how people used to trap little animals and birds. They would put some glue at the top of this big pole, and they would put reeds up there, and this way the bird would go there and sort of like stand there and think it was safe, and then bang, it would be stuck. They had this for pigeons nowadays, also a type of glue you put on the top of railings. Zephes v'gofres kidei lasos a nekev tana, kidei lasos nekev cotton. A little small, just enough zephes tar to uh, stuff up a very small hole. Charsis, right, which Rashi said was uh, bricks that had been crushed up into small little fine powder. The last is pikor. The meimer, the shudra, Yehuda, nafish. Ah, so you're telling me by sh- by 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 Shabbos, Reb Yehuda holds that the shear required is actually more than shitas chachomim because Reb Yehuda holds how much it has to be the last is pitbut, which is like a tripod, which is like a leg, which is much bigger than the shear of the chachomim, which is just to make a piakur, which is much smaller. Says the Gemara, Kamal on shudra, bonon nafish. No, not true. We know that the Shir of Shabbos by the Chachamim is much more than the Shir of Rabbi Yehuda. Ditnan, and I'll show you the Mishnah to prove it. Rabbi Yehuda a little himeno midas minal the cotton. All you have to have is a mount, small amount for a little shoe of a child. Eima says the Gemara kirukatana. No, in other words, when Rabbi Yehuda said his din, he was talking about to smear a very small tripod of a very small gas stove. And therefore, the shear of Rabbi Yehuda that he needs for Hitzah is much smaller than the Chachomim. And therefore, we have no kasha that Rabbi Yehuda is more than Chachomim, which is very unusual. As we turn to Peyamad Beis, Rabbi Yisrael, right? It was very, very common to use hair for cement purposes. And therefore, if you take a small amount, enough to sort of mix into tit, uh, okay, those people that go and melt the uh, gold, that will be chayv. As long as it can shmeh a small little finger of a child. And as they reach maturity, they've got two hairs, but they actually haven't reached the, the age yet, so it's a little bit interesting, and they don't want hair in that mokim, they don't want the hair there, so they want to get rid of it. What do they do? They have to do things in order to get rid of it. If they're poor people, they smear it with lime, and that sort of gets rid of the hair, which they don't want, because it's too early. If they're rich girls, they use fine flour. Right, princesses. Type of nice smelling oil. That hasn't reached a third of its ripeness. Which is basically uh, an oil that's not right to be used for the Benoch Hashem Zayis Shaloi Vishlish. Why did they do this? It gets rid of the hair and it pampers the skin. Rebeba had a daughter, Tafla Eva Eva. She used to smear herself with this lime, right? Limb by limb. Uh, when she got married, she got a tremendous uh, dowry for her chasana because she was worth a lot of money. There was a goy that lived in the same shchuna, in the same neighborhood. He also had a daughter. So she, instead of doing it limb by limb, she smeared herself with this lime in one shot. The ganze guf zusammen. Umesa 
and she died. Right? What Rabbi Nochanan over here explains, Pshat, because the lime caused that the heat of the body doesn't go out. It stays inside. And therefore, if you don't do it limb by limb, you've got a, a problem that everything stays in together and then you have major problems, chas for shalom of things. And basically, this Goyish woman, this, this, girl, this girl died. Oma, kotl rebebe the a chutzpah. Rebebe killed my daughter. Om Reb Nachman, Rebebe de Shoshi Jecho. You have to understand, Rebebe drank a lot of beer. But I'm an answer tifla. And therefore his his daughter had to go along and smear herself with this uh, lime to get rid of the hair because drinking beer, as we know from Rashi, in tainus causes a person to grow hair and makes it even darker. And therefore, since Rebebe in his house would drink a lot of beer, therefore his daughter had to do this. Anan, but after Rosh Hashanah we don't drink beer. We don't have to do these things to our bodies. Right? Kilkul, right? The Shmir, this Kilkul, what is this? My Kilkul and my Andipi. What are all these things? Omerab Tzido or Bastida. It's a temple and the, literally means the daughter of the temple. Now that's where they used the Shmir, uh, in order to get rid of the hair and to make it straight that grows in that place. Lamema, the Shir, the Rabbi Huda, Nafish. Are you telling me that the Shir, Rabbi Huda, is more than anyone else? Because he holds that it's a Tzido and, it's, and the, the temple is much more than the, than the underneath the temple area? But we know we have a Kabbalah that Shur of Chachamim are always more than the Shir of Rabbi Yehuda. And I'm not going to explain now exactly why, because it's going to get it later on. It says, It's less than the Rabbana, but it's more than Rabbi Nechemia. Um, I understand Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Chavot. Chavot is like the lime that, they used to, that used to basically melt with a lot of water. Um, and that's what they would said. But when it comes to Rebbe uh, we go with um, him when it comes to Beitzaz Hasid, which is basically that type of lime that would mix with water, and they would make it into like a dough. If you're telling me that what, that's all the same, that Sida Basida, we're talking about the temple and the area under the temple, that both could be used with Chavot, what's going on? In other words, the antipa means a chicheres that has two holes, one at the top, one at the bottom. And when you wanted to pour, you would basically stuff up the bottom one, and that's what it was. And therefore, it's a different explanation to what we said before, and this way it makes sense. person just wastes his money. And stuffs out a clear sid. Come on, doesn't make sense. Why would a person put wine in such a clear like this, which will basically melt the lime, cause it to go out? Nobody's going to do that. No one's going to stuff the barrel and stuff the hole with sid. It doesn't make any sense. It's going to go into the wine. And Omer Evgahana, Shnoisois. I'll tell you the the simon over here is. It's a clear to know. It, it was under there was simonim. These were like measurements, sort of like you have like on a measurement cup when you bake. You know how much is here and how much is there. It's just a way of figuring out. Kudetnan. There's a famous mission of Menachos Shnosos Hoyso Hayu Bahin. And as the base of Migdash, they used to have a, a simon that was sticking out that would show this was a hin Adkan Lepar Adkan Laayil Adkan Lekeves Vibos Ema My My Andipa Aputa. Right, basically Metzach. It was a on the forehead, which is a place where there is no Whatsoever, come, please darshan to us. the world was created. no problem. Arisa, and a hornet came out, from the wall, stung him in his forehead. died, and therefore you see from here, um, the Andipe is a Metzach, is a forehead. Zukt the Heilige Mishnah. 
Adomo. person does Hetzon Adomo, which is earth, Kachosam Hamaut Soifin. Right, an amount to take out for the certain kinds of sacks that they used to travel with and take, uh, transport things. Right, when you have letters, they used to seal them in those days. So if you have that amount, that's going to be the problem. Zevel v'chol hadak. Right, zevel is uh, they fertilize things in very very thin sand. Right, enough to fertilize a little bit of cabbage. Right, a leak. As long as you can fertilize a leak, it's enough. Choyl hagas, if you've got very thick sand, can they little al maloi kafsid? Connor's read, can they last us kumus to make a pen? Then hoyo over oi mursos, if it was very thick or had like little cracks in it and therefore you can't use it as a pen anymore, can they little boy beitza kala shibbets him? As long as you take it enough to cook a little small little egg, then that's going to be enough to be chayv. Trufa nusuno be ilfus, and we're talking about trufa when it means it was beaten, right? It was whisked. In that case, in the pot. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Al Maloi Kaf Sid, right? If you take out a full thing of, of lime, Donna, could they litter out P Kaf Shul Sayodin, right? Enough to put into what they used to go, used to plaster the roofs. If you put it into their container, then you're going to be Chayv. Man Tana Dachol Malalele Sid, who told you that lime is good when you mix things into sand? A person cannot plaster his walls with uh, lime. Unless you mix it into the uh, lime, you also put sand or straw. Because what happens, it makes it's a very strong plaster. And therefore, that's where you see that sand is good, and therefore the, the Mishnah goes with that. Rava Omar, Filu Temi Rabbon, no, it can even be Rabbon for something to be Rabbihuda. Kilkul Zeltikunai. Sometimes making it bad, which is what the sand does, it's faket. It actually makes it better, and therefore they used to use it, and therefore that's why it's good. Kona, Kadelasis Kumus, and Kona reads in order to make a pen. Tana Kumus, Magila Kusha, it's Biosab, right? It's talking about the one, it's a pen that's quite big, and it goes all the way to your fingers. Bayo Ashi, Kosha Elion, Kosha Taktoin, right? Which finger, which joint? Which knuckle? In other words, the upper joint or the lower joint? Which Kesha? So it's going to I do not know. It's a very good question. And Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we shall continue. Have a wonderful, healthy day.